We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. A fruit bearing tree is the result of good conditions and what? Much. You know, the whole walk, the whole Christian walk is about patience. It really is. You have to be patient. Amen. So he's not going to start you off with the best of the best. He wants you to work your way up to the best. And he wants you to endure every process to get to the best. Amen. Yeah. He wants you to endure all the stages and the processes because they're very important and they're working patience in you. A fruit bearing tree is a result of good conditions and much patience. In order to bear fruit, a tree must have what? A tree must have all that it needs in order to bear fruit. Philippians 4, 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God is saying everything you need. See, the problem with us, we don't know the difference between need and want. God is going to supply your needs. And man, what God believes you need, is very minimal. You don't need Jordans and Ultra Boost. You want that. God will put a leather strap on your foot with a with a string. That's what you need. Hey man, yeah, he God is man. He ain't trying to. No, he is not following your Instagram. No. No, God's Instagram would be, oh man, could you imagine what his Instagram would look like? His latest shoes and clothes. <laughs> what he thinks you need. House would just be some rocks piled up with a hole in it. Some fire. Fire that you have to start every time. Air conditioned is blow out the fire. <laughs> That's what you need. Y'all, we are so spoiled. We are just spoiled. Folk be coming to church. Oh, Pastor, go. We, we, we need some money for electricity. No, you don't. We give you some money for some candles. We ain't paying nobody's electric bill in here. But we will give you candles so quick. But it's cold, Pastor. Blankets. We will go give you a whole lot of blankets. Y'all gonna walk around in Snuggies. Looking like ghosts. You can read with a candle boy. Abraham Lincoln, one of the smartest men ever. He set you Negroes free by candlelight. <laughs> he need no electricity to set y'all free. He did that by candlelight. But God is going to supply your what? Need. Now, it's all right to have wants that you can afford. Right? That's okay, but don't be asking God for it. Amen. I need a wardrobe improvement, God. God don't care. Man, he don't care. He's not going to heap stuff up on your lust. Why would he do that? Most of you would backslide anyway. <laughs> Start giving you too much. Then, you, then you're full of yourself. <laughs> you, used to, you never walked like that before. You got them new shirts. <laughs> What's wrong, brother? You all right? Yeah, man. You know, just, 
<laughs> the pimp spirit. It's a pimp now. God, God can't give you nothing. Change the whole way you look, walk. Amen. But God is going to supply your needs, so you will not go without your need. There's not a person in here that can say that they went without what they needed. Amen. You just didn't want it when God gave it to you. Hey, you was hungry and a buzzard flew in with some meat in his mouth. And you was too good. <laughs> but God fed his prophets with birds. You ain't ready for that. Don't be asking God for food then. <laughs> Man, we are spoiled. We don't even understand what it means. You don't know what hunger is. You don't know what hunger is until day four of nothing to eat. And you ain't went four days. You got enough food that fell off in the back of your couch to, to survive two of those days. All between the car seat. You got old French fries. You know the McDonald's fry, it's always the same. I mean, it's just like you just dropped it. It's still as edible as it was when they first fried it. Better get between them seats. <laughs> Let me move on because this is getting ridiculous. But you don't know what hunger is. Because you've been taking care of God has blessed you and taken care of you. And you need like that song we were singing this morning. You need to give him thanks. You need to thank him for being what he said he would be. Amen. All trees are not the same. Some trees require extra attention when approaching the fruit-bearing phase. So all trees aren't the same, just like all of you in here aren't the same. Some, some of you in here, you get the word on Sunday, you apply it Sunday night, you good till next Sunday. Some people get the word on Sunday and it take around Wednesday before it, 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 it really sinks in. Some people get the word on Sunday and it never sinks in. They're just as crazy as they was before they heard it. Yeah. All trees are different. Some require extra attention when approaching the fruit-bearing faith, while others may grow faster with less care. Some people mature faster with less care. Colossians 3 and 13. Forbearing one another. Forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, ye also uh, do ye. But the reason I put this scripture here is because of that first statement. Forbearing one another. That's putting up with one another. <clears throat> we in a church, y'all. This is a fellowship. We have to forbear one another. Amen. We have to get used to our differences. And we can't condemn people for differences. Amen. You can't bring them to your house and teach them all the theology you learned in your cult of a denomination. Amen. And it shouldn't even be about that. Can you just fellowship? Oh, you can't wear, I'm sorry, sister, but you can't wear pants at my house because we don't believe in women wearing pants. Ain't you a member at ABC? Well, yeah, yeah, well, I tolerate it in there. But in my house, it's, it's no pants. That's ridiculous. That makes no sense. Forbearing, look at somebody say forbearing. Forbearing one another, man. People are going to be different. They come from different backgrounds. They grew up in ministry differently. 
So you have to forbear. Know that everyone's different. Amen. Amen. Everybody in here don't drink liquor. Amen. Some folks grew up that was a sin, and now they, their body can't handle it. Amen. So you don't break out the crystal. I mean, you have to forbear one another. And then don't say nothing. When they tell you, say, you know, man, no, I don't drink liquor. What? <laughs> you know what that means. Man, I'm always drinking. Just leave it alone. I mean, they just don't. Hey, Amen. Just differences. It's just people with differences. So forbear. Look at somebody and say forbear. forbear. Your neighbors, man. Let's just, it's just different. People are different. People are handled differently. People have to just, man, I got to handle people differently in here as a pastor, right? So don't come up to me and tell me, man, won't you just do this with him and sit him down or tell her to get, won't you just hush? Because you don't know what I know about them. So your opinion doesn't count. Amen. You don't know what I know, so stay out of it. Get your own self-business, like old folks used to say. Get you some business. You don't know. You don't know what I know, so quit trying to know. Amen. I have to make decisions based on what I know. And so some of the decisions you're not going to understand, if you don't understand, shut up. Amen. Look at somebody and say forbear. I got to forbear everybody. I have to deal with everyone in here, so just... Just stay, just stay in your own business, amen? Because the minute you get in everybody's business, guess what the devil going to do? Oh, you're not guarding your business. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, the minute your nose is over here, the devil is over there doing something to your house. And the devil will shut, I mean, yeah, the devil will shut you up too. Yeah, you got to put your mouth on everything. Over here, something is brewing. It's going to get your mouth sewed up. The husbandman cannot rush to cut a tree down just because there is an initial absence of fruit. There may be something missing that can be corrected to salvage the tree. So the husbandman can't just immediately go cut a tree down because when they came to it, it didn't have any fruit on it. There may be something that can be done to save the tree. James 5 and 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman, which is God, waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and has what? Long patience for it until he receive the early and what? Latter rain. That means he gets the ones that's bearing the fruit early. And he gets the one that's bearing it later. But he waits patiently. He's not cutting the tree down. He's going to give it time. Because there may be something that needs to be done to start that tree to bear fruit. Amen? We all are capable of bearing fruit. We all are capable of bearing, look at somebody and say, you're capable of bearing fruit. We're all capable of bearing fruit. However, some of us require more time to cultivate because of where we've been planted and what we have received. Some of us grew up on the rough side. Man, it's hard for a tree to grow on a mountain. 
especially on the rough side. But some of us grew up on the rough side of the mountain. I'm not talking about in the world. I'm talking about in church. Some of us grew up in a crazy church. Man. And it messed us up. So we couldn't bear fruit. Now we're in a place we're trying to get that right. Trying to fix that. Because of where we were planted and what we received. It just was misinformation. It just wasn't right. Amen. Some of us grew up, some of us was out in them streets for a long time. Right? We were out in them streets. The more wicked streets. Running amok. And that took up some of our time. Now, now we're ready to bear fruit, but man, we got an injured tree. And we need a little work on the tree. Some of the branches got shot. <laughs> Just shot off. <laughs> Out in them streets. <laughs> That's all that happened in the streets. Folk get stabbed and shot. Amen. That's why we don't go in the streets. Right? We don't be hanging out in those streets. <laughs> stabbed and shot. But we went through all of this stuff. So some of us needed time. We need time to be cultivated. And you got to be patient with people because you don't know where they came from. You don't know what they've been through. James 1 and 4 says, let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. You got to be patient with people because you don't know where they came from and what they went through. Amen. Rushing to judgment of others is dangerous because we all, all of us, have experienced what? Fruitless. We all have experienced fruitless season. Many of us, there's many men in here that went through that season of jive turkeyism. Amen. There's many women in here. Went through that season of hoochieism. Jizzy. Yeah, you went through that season. Amen. But now that you saved, you can't look down on somebody and rush to judgment when somebody, something bad happens. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have no right to demand fruit of others just because we are in a better season. Ooh, I just preached in here. We have no right to demand fruit from others. Oh, brother, you just stupid and dumb. Man, I wish I could go back in your past. I bet I'll find this. Yeah, some of you just got away. Oh, barely. Hey, you just slipped through the door. Got away. And you sticking your finger out at somebody that didn't get away? Uh-oh. Now, ain't nobody condoning sin. Sin is sin, and you going to be embarrassed. That's what sin does. Like the Bible said, it makes you shamefaced. It. It's supposed to. You don't make, I'm not going to make nobody in this church get up and tell everybody, y'all. I just, No. No, and no pastor has the right to do that unless he's going to get up and tell all his stuff too. Until we arrive at perfect, none of us have the right to get up and openly 
uh, publicize somebody's sin. Now, uh-oh. Yeah, if you do it in public and you're practicing that continuously, then yeah, the Bible says you're supposed to go to them. If they don't listen, you take somebody else. If they don't listen, then you put them, bring them a photo of the church and say, hey, this brother's a homosexual and he won't quit. Amen. Or whatever it is. Right. We got that. Amen. And it's so funny how they'll make you get up for that and shame you for that. But the dude on the organ got his wife's pumps on working the pedals. I saw that choir director at the mall with that robe on. And he had a belt on it. Amen. So we're not going to be that kind of church. Amen. When you get ready to, to, to gossip somebody's personal business, just let the Lord bring something back to your remembrance. That could have been me. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody came and shot the whole crack house up. Everybody died but you. You ought to give him some praise right now. Right now. Get up. Get up. But we go so far, you know, we, we, after years and years and years past, we forget that stuff. And then we become a, uh, the judge. We have no right to demand fruit. Matthew 7 and 3. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But consider it not the bee that is in thy what? Own your own eye. Amen. Amen. The same patience that it took to bring us into a fruitful season must be what? Extended to others in their time of barrenness. The only reason we have fruit is because patience was granted to us. The only reason you're doing better is because of patience. The Lord was what? Patient. Somebody right around you was doing the same thing and they got snatched. And you, oh! (laughs) Patience. Amen. Narrow escape. Amen. Oh, yeah. Ephesians 2 and 2. Wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and power of the air, and the spirit that now worketh in the children of Israel. So it's saying, in times past, that spirit was working in you. You were disobedient. You were dumb and didn't know what to do. And you was making dumb decisions. But God spared you. Brought you to this place. As a fellowship of believers, we are all merely what? We're branches, not husbandmen. We're not vine dressers in here. We're branches. We're branches on that vine. You hear me? God is the husbandman. Christ is divine. We are the branches. We are not the final judge of whether or not a tree should be cut down. Are y'all listening to me? We don't cut trees down. I don't have the right to cut nobody's tree down when they leave. Oh, but when you leave, you walk out that door, the the devil going to get you. 
They used to tell us that when we was young. A bus is just way. What? That, that mystery bus? The mystery bus was always waiting around the corner for somebody to leave the church. The bus, it, it just, it just sit there running, just waiting <laughs> for, for you to leave. Because as soon as you walk out and step down that last step, see, I told you. They tried to make you think there was no other church but that church. Like outside in the, the, the door is just, 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 you just keep falling forever. There's nowhere else to go. They, they would really make you feel that way. We don't do that here. If you want to leave, you can leave. Amen. You, you have the right to leave or whatever. But we don't have the right to cut you down and destroy you. Because we're not husbandmen in here. We're branches. I am the true vine and my father is the what? Husbandman. My father is the husbandman. So we are not vine dressers. We don't do that. No, we don't cut trees down. You don't cut a tree down. Amen. You don't give up on people. Oh, let me preach that again. You don't give up on people. That don't mean you got to keep everybody in your life. Amen. Some folks I got to pray for walking away. Right? Amen. Amen. But you don't give up on them. Hope they die. Who I hope he just died. Then something bad happened. See? <laughs> we should extend mercy to those that abide in the vine with us. Amen? Those that are among us and with us, we have to extend what? Mercy. We got to be long-suffering. Folks going to have periods and challenges, and they're going to go through things and deal with things, and we have to be long-suffering and merciful with them. Amen? Extend mercy. Matthew 5 and 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? This is that reaping what you sow. If you are merciful, you will obtain what? Mercy, because you're going to need it. Ooh, you're going to need it. So it's best to extend mercy. Somebody, something bad happened to somebody? Oh, Lord, that could have been me. Instead of, oh, I knew. I knew it all along. I do. <laughs> yeah, and then when it happened to you, <laughs> didn't nobody come see about me. <laughs> nobody like you, cause you don't you don't have no mercy. You too hardcore. You need to soften up and care about folks sometimes. Amen. Oh God, got a way of straightening that out, Jack. Oh yeah, if you merciless, God got a way. Oh, He got a way to make you need Him. Yeah, children of Israel, boy, he stripped them down to nothing. They couldn't eat unless he rained food. Now, just imagine they in the wilderness with all that stuff to eat, and they hungry. They couldn't eat. God just rigged the whole wilderness to where what nothing but what he gave them. We should extend mercy to those that abide in the vine with us. Because none of us can bear fruit of ourselves without abiding in the vine, we must believe and pray for others that are fruitless. So the fruit you have isn't because of you. It's because of God. If it's because of God, then it needs to be because of God for them too. Does that make sense? It's not your fruit. It's God's fruit that he bore through you. And if he can do it through you, he can do it through anyone. Amen. Because some of y'all was boogers. 
Yeah, you was. Some of you still is a Christian booger. <laughs> you just a man. You just a rough patch of highway in the Lord. <laughs> man, that old man ain't all the way dead. He's still still some of him in there. He on life support. <laughs> Tubes all in him, but he's still. Wake up every now and then. <laughs> we must believe and pray for others that are fruitless. We should always be mindful of our fruitless beginnings. That means never forget where you came from. Never forget when you was hard-headed. Amen. Never forget when mama told you not to go to the club and you snuck out the window and was in the club and everybody got shot. Hey, man, don't forget where you came from, y'all. Hey, man, I got to reflect all the time. I have to re just reflect back. If I don't like something about the kid, the, the folks, my, I mean, you know, my, 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 my daughter's got her uh, husband now, and Landon got his little girl or something, and I have to think back when, they, when he's talking to me about her, I have to think back to way back before now, because if I use the intelligence I have now, stuff don't make sense. You understand what I'm saying? He's young, they're in a different place. So I can't use 25, 26 years of marriage to try to decipher what's going on with Landon. Or any young guy that's coming. Even when I'm doing premarital counseling, I can't use, I can't be thinking 26 years. I have to think this is initial, in its initial stage. I've been saved a long time. So I got to back it up and remember back when. I was a babe in Christ. Amen. Didn't have no fruit, no branches, nothing, just a seed. I have to think back to that when I'm dealing with people that are just seeds. You can't, for, look, somebody said, never forget. Never forget. I was listening to John Key this morning. Never shall forget what you've done for me. We might play that at offering. But that song just brought back memories, though. It brought back memories of all that we went through when we first got together. And all the choirs, Tanya, you directed that song a million times. And it just brought me, took me back to my beginnings where we began everything. And it just started making sense. I, you have to, and I have to do, we have to be careful how we deal with people in the now and not forget who we used to be and what God had to do to cultivate our tree so we wouldn't get cut down. Amen. You got a good, strong, fruit-bearing tree now. But boy, we could have seen you back in the day. You was an old switch. <laughs> you had the branch. You was a switch. Cleaned everything off of it to whoop somebody. No, just no leaves or nothing. <laughs> John 15 and 4. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it does what? Abide in the vine. No more can ye, except you do what? Man, unless you abide in Christ, you don't have no fruit either. Summary. Because tree growing is such a long process, many times we forget the stages and the seasons that we endure to become fruitful. It's very easy to forget the rough times. 
broke times, hard-headedness times. It's easy to forget those because you want to forget them. You want to forget the old you. You want to forget the old you. The old you brought you nothing but pain and shame. Amen? So it's easy to forget the rough times, broke times, hard-headedness, and foolish errors that occurred in our past. Our desire to show fruit and be judged for who we are now versus who we once were can make us pompous and prideful. That's Jesus' problem with the Pharisees. He's like, I dare you judge these people and inside all them fancy clothes is dead man's bones. How you gonna have all these strict rules for the people? And I know what you do behind closed doors. Y'all taking pledges and oaths to false gods. Yeah. A prideful person hides the progress that they endured just to be viewed a certain way in front of others. Oh, I've been saved all my life. Prideful person hides their progress so they can be viewed a certain way in front of others. They act like they got here saved. Like I got here a full grown Christian. When I was a kid, I didn't even argue with nobody. I just made peace in the sandbox. That's my toy. Yes, it is. This is the house. Thou mayest play with this toy. It's all about peace in the play in, 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 in the playpen. Yeah, you act like you are always. Yeah, that's a prideful person. They want you to think they came here saved. Especially when, like, you know, like all you that moved here, 90% of you that moved down here for the church, I don't know where y'all came from. Shit around the background check on a few of them. <laughs> but you just showed up saved. Uh-huh. But I always tell them, why don't we just give it a little time? Turn that hourglass over. We're going to know what everybody knows. And it's okay. You start over, you reboot, that's okay. Just don't forget who you once were. Because if you do that, then you're going to forget when you're dealing with people. And you're going to judge them too hard. You're going to judge them based on your current place and not remember where God brought you from. Amen. This causes them to judge others within consider, or without considering who they were or what they are enduring. Some folks still going through stuff and still trying to act like ain't nothing wrong. We know. Amen. Why are you trying to act like that, man? Quit being so prideful. And just grow like the rest of us. Amen. We all growing together. Amen? Amen? Amen. They love to appear to have it all together without acknowledging that they have erred and fallen into temptation. This behavior causes some to walk around with axes and act as vine dressers. Walking around, cutting people down. Chopping people. You decided that this tree is not fit this branch is not fit to be on this vine. So you're walking around chopping them off instead of being patient as God was patient with you. Amen? We are not vine dressers, but we are all branches. Although we are to inspect the fruit of others, we're fruit inspectors, but this is why we do it. We inspect the fruit of others so that we can discern their needs. That's the only reason you inspect fruit when somebody's not fruitful you're inspecting their fruit or their inability to bear it so you can help them bear it 
not to be self-righteous and talk about them and condemn them and cut them down. I'm preaching in here. We must always extend mercy. Oh no. Although we are to inspect the fruit of others so that we can discern their needs, we can never decide when a tree should be cut down. We must always extend mercy, grace, and hope to those that are laboring together with us so we can encourage fruit bearing and not tree burning. Amen. If it had not been, whoa, if it had not been for the mercy of God, our situations would be what? Ooh-wee. Totally different. Some of our decisions should have gotten our tree burned to the ground. But God extended mercy. And we are now able to correct our wrongs and do better. Just because a tree is fruitless now does not give us the right to destroy it. Or even decide that it is incapable of bearing fruit. We must pray for a time of grace. Admonish and minister to it. So it will have a better chance of bearing fruit. Luke 13 and 6. Jesus spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon. And he found no fruit. Then he said unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, it's been three years I came looking for fruit on this fig tree. And I found none. Cut it down. Why are you even growing this tree if it can't bear fruit? Cut it down. And he answered and said unto him, Lord, let alone this year also. Give it one more year. Give it some more time till I shall dig about it and then fertilize it. And then if it bears fruit, well, and if not, then after that, you can cut it down. But give it more time. That should be our prayer with everyone. Lord, give them more time. Don't cut it down yet. Because if you had cut me down, I wouldn't be here. So the time you gave me, Lord, give it to someone else. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.